have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says... Hello, welcome to the 60 Day Mind and Body podcast with me, Imogen Rose. You may recognize me from Instagram. My handle is Imogen Rose IG. Or if you are heading over from the Facebook support group, hi, hello, again. (laughs) We probably speak on a daily basis over on that support group and I love it. Today is episode three of the podcast and I actually can't believe that. That is, that's mind-blowing. We're three weeks in to this podcast. How is that even possible? Okay, so over the weekend um, in the UK, we will have had, already had an announcement. The announcement is at four o'clock. It's now half past three on Saturday. Um, So future Imogen, good luck. (laughs) future um you lot who are listening to this now I hope fingers crossed that gyms are still going to be open because I'm going to cry if if that is the case um no but in all seriousness I hope you're all staying safe and well and happy as much as possible in this uncertain time I'm hoping the next 20 minutes is going to be something to take your mind off of the current situation and have a little bit of positivity to your life let's go Today's podcast is slightly different from my previous podcasts because I've actually got some questions that I asked you guys on Instagram if you had any questions that you would like me to answer on the podcast and so I'm going to go through all of your questions and hopefully give you some good tips and advice. Okay, so number one, first of all, we've got tips on hitting your protein goal as a vegan. P.S. Love your podcast. Love heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I feel like this is a long, a long-standing conversation um, that I have quite regularly. A lot of people think that you can't actually get a lot of protein on a vegan diet, um, which, if you are on a whole foods diet it can be quite difficult. There's obviously protein in pulses, beans, lentils, tofu, all of that, all of those kind of healthy whole foods. Um, But there are other ways of getting protein in, especially if you're having a varied diet. I'll just go through my kind of day-to-day meals and hopefully that kind of gives you an insight in how I hit my protein goal on a daily basis. Um, So for breakfast I usually have something like porridge uh, just because it's it's nice and warm in winter. It really makes you feel cozy. I feel like eating porridge is just a must especially in the winter months. I tend to beef my porridge up with things like blueberries which are really great antioxidants Um, and I top it with chia seeds, chia seeds, however you want to say it. I know that's also a bit of a disagreement that a lot of us have. I don't know which one it is. Is it chia or chia? Who knows? You can let me know. Um, But they are full of protein So that's a good way to add some protein to your oats. And I also add flax seeds, which also have a little bit of protein in too. 
I'll have banana and then I'll have some kind of sugar-free syrup or sweet freedom, which is the best. It's the chock shot one. The chocolate fudge brownie one is amazing. I'll also sprinkle some of that on and then I'll have a protein shake alongside my my first meal. Um, then by the time it gets to lunchtime, I will have some kind of meat replacement. So it might be like a vegan chicken or vegan mince with rice and veggies or um, pasta, some kind of nice filling carb. Um and that will, by lunchtime, I will be over halfway with my protein intake. Then I'll have something similar to my lunch um, as for my dinner. So I'll have a, a vegan meat replacement and some veggies and some rice or some potato or something like that that's going to fill me up. And I'll have another protein shake. If I'm still, if I still not hit my protein goal, I'll have, I'll top it up with like a protein cookie from my vegan. They are amazing if you put them in the microwave, or I'll have um, a protein bar, like a Trek bar, something like that. Um, but there's lo- there's loads of ways you can top your protein up. Um, it's just about organizing and tracking tracking is the most important important for me because if I don't track on days I don't track I barely hit my protein goal and that's just because it's not in the it's not in the forefront of my mind and I'm not really thinking about it whereas if I if I track my calories then I definitely know how much protein I have until I've hit my protein goal um a good tip I heard from Rosie uh Rosie Fit I follow her on Instagram. She's a babe. She's also vegan and she's heavily into bodybuilding as well. So if you're not already following her, then I suggest you do because she, if you kind of like my content, then you'll definitely like hers. Um, she gave some good advice the other day on her stories about how to get your protein in. And sh- her advice was just make a massive one pot of like, vegan mints and like all veggies and then that way you can track the whole packet of mints and the vegan mints has a lot of protein in that is that's a great a great option um the vegan mints I get the one from Tesco if you're in a different country um you might have you might get it from somewhere else I'm not not sure what the equivalent do you have Tesco I don't know you can also answer that question for me (laughs) I feel like we should actually be on a video call, a WhatsApp call, because all of these questions I need answering. So I'm pretending like we're on a call, but we're actually not. This is feels quite one-sided, doesn't it? <laughs> um, anyway, so let's get back to the point of this one pot. So if you've got a one pot on the stove and then you keep going back to it, as long as you finish that whole pan by the end of the day, you know that you've hit a certain amount of protein. Um, and that's also that also saves a lot of time as well because you're just eating from the same pan. Yes, it could be a little bit boring, but if you don't mind that kind of stuff, I don't mind, I don't mind eating like that, then that is also a good option meal prepping as well meal prepping is a great way you do have to be highly organized which 
I am not. I have tried meal prepping quite a few times, but every time I have done it, it's always been really successful because you know exactly how much protein is in every single meal that you are just banging the microwave and it's done. I hope, I hope that long-winded answer is um, okay. (laughs) Okay, so my next question is, how do you stay motivated? And I feel like this is like, one of my most asked questions. I often get DMs on Instagram from people that have seen my TikToks. Um, and the main question people ask is, how do, how do you stay on track? How do you stay motivated? And what I will say is motivation is something that will come and go. You're not going to be constantly motivated 100% of the time. Even athletes are not motivated 100% of the time. But what they have to do is stay consistent. And once you are in a routine, it's a lot harder to break the routine because the routine becomes your new normal. If If you're in a routine of going to the gym every morning and three weeks later you stop that routine, it feels strange just to come out of that routine, if that makes sense. And look, you're not going to have good days every day. You're going to have those days where you're feeling sluggish, where you look outside and it's raining and you don't want to go and do that workout. But as long as 90% of the time you are being consistent, you will never regret a workout. You will, it just, it just never happens. You always feel amazing after a workout and you only regret if you don't, if you don't do it. So as, as hard as it, it is to get going, in a year's time, you'll look back and think, oh my God, thank God. Thank God I made the move and went for it because I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't start a year ago. And I've said this before, but I think it's really important to remember to set yourself small manageable goals, um, daily goals that will help you achieve your long term goals. So if you if you are if you've got a goal, let's say to lose a stone or to get in a dress that you bought and you you don't want to you don't want to rebuy the dress or you you can't rebuy the dress um, and you need to get into that dress by a certain point, maybe you're going to a wedding or something, then break that goal into smaller chunks. It might be that you write down, I'm going to get in this dress by February. And how am I going to do it? I'm going to do this, this and this five times a week. And every day I'm going to make sure I'm held accountable. I'm going to hold myself accountable by completing all those small goals that are going, that's going to help me achieve that long-term goal of maybe three months or six months or even a year. Maybe it's your goal to compete in a competition and at the moment you're a beginner but without setting that goal you've got kind of you've got nothing to work towards and so it's much easier to fall off if you don't have those goals in mind. Okay, moving on to question three. Uh, the question is actually cut off, so I've only got part of your question, but I, I kind of get the gist of it. It's what do you think is the best way to keep someone interested in working out? For example, I find were, and then it cuts off. I'm guessing that you're going to say, 
I find working out boring or um maybe you maybe you start a plan and then two weeks into it you think oh, do you know what I can't be bothered this is boring um what I'll say to that is keep it keep it interesting by choosing something that you do enjoy and I know that sounds really vague but there's so many different options out there there's literally literally anything there's sports you could try football an amateur football team an amateur basketball team you could start a dance class pole fitness pole fitness is amazing and I know a lot of people are really scared to try out pole fitness because it's massively out of a lot of people's comfort zones but everybody that I've ever met who's done pole fitness the majority of them have absolutely loved it and stuck at it so I would 100% recommend trying different classes um trying weightlifting or running or swimming there's so many different varieties and if you've got something that you have to physically go to with other people there's more of a community vibe so you're kind of you you're held accountable because you see those people on a weekly basis um I know when I when I went to pole fitness they, they all did always did new things like they they had um like a competition so there was also always something to work towards within that hobby so that also does help but yeah just if you've not found anything that you enjoy at the moment there definitely is something out there you just need to keep on trying different things we're so lucky in this day and age that you have everything at your fingertips like you go on YouTube anything that you want there's jump rope workouts there's boxing workouts there's there's literally anything anything that you name you can learn or do on YouTube and so just just try some insanity workouts or um any like fitness influencer there's loads of fitness influencers and PT workouts on YouTube just give them a go again set goals though with if you find something that you do enjoy make sure you're setting goals like let me give you an example um when I'm doing weightlifting I have always got a goal in the back of my mind that I want to achieve with how much I can lift so my deadlift I'm aiming to get 120 kg um and again splitting that goal into manageable chunks so right I'm going to hit 90 kg by this point I'm going to hit 100 kg by this point and that helps you stay on track because you're aiming towards something within that exercise is not just some mindless exercise that you hate doing and you force you're forcing yourself to do it as a punishment that's a really really dangerous mindset because you're never going to enjoy it you're just exercise isn't a punishment exercise should be a way of you celebrating your body and what your body can do okay moving on to the next question we have a question about macros now, if you don't, if you're not familiar with tracking macros, just run over the basics with you. There are loads of calorie counter apps like MyFitnessPal. Um, I think LifeSum is one. There's loads out there that you can use, and it's just a real basic way of calculating what you, what exactly you're eating, how many calories 
are in everything that you're eating and it's a great way of tracking your protein as well to make sure that you're in a calorie deficit or you're at maintenance which is where you're not gaining any weight or losing any weight or you're in a calorie surplus and you're trying to trying to put on weight whether that be trying to build muscle or you're underweight and you're trying to put on some weight um it's it is a great way it doesn't it doesn't work for everybody I will say that because people can get quite obsessive with it and for people that have struggled with that in the past I would highly recommend not to track your calories on apps like that because that can be a slippery slope but if you're um if you know that you've never never kind of gone down that path before and you feel like you are quite secure enough to be able to do that then 100% is a great way of losing weight, gaining weight, maintaining weight. If you want to achieve a certain fitness goal, it is a great way of tracking your nutrition and making sure that your nutrition is on point. Um, the question that I've received is, do you track your macros every day? Now, I'm going to be honest, I don't track them every day. Some days, if I'm with family or it's a special occasion and I'm, I know that I'm going to be eating a lot or it's going to be like a buffet. It's, it's pretty impossible to track your macros. You can estimate it. Um, but you're never, it's never going to be totally accurate. Now I like to live by the 80, 20 rule. So as long as 80% of the time you are being cautious of what you're eating, making sure that you're eating healthy, then 20% of the time you can you can have treats here and there. If you want a chocolate bar, go and have a chocolate bar. Let your hair down. Live live a little. But I do try and put all of those things into my macros. That this is this is only when I'm trying to achieve something. Like at the moment, I'm trying to lose weight. So I will track it. I'll just put put it in my app and then I know how much I've got left over. Another tip that I learned off another lovely girl on Instagram who I follow, her, her name is also Rosie, um, Rosie J Fitness. She also has a podcast by the way, so you definitely should go and check her out after this one. But um, Rosie, I remember Rosie saying on Instagram, honestly like such a long time ago I think it might even be like over a year ago now but it also always sticks in my head because it's such a good tip she said if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a treat you know you're gonna have a treat at the end of the day then put it in at the start of the day so then you can work around that treat and it makes total sense because then your breakfast lunch and dinner can be fit around that exact thing that you really really want and you're not missing out on anything you're not restricting yourself to the point where you're not enjoying things you're not having it you're not having to avoid things that you really really love because if you do, if you are doing that and you're restricting yourself too much then it's not going to be sustainable you are going to fall off and it's going to be really really difficult to achieve your goals the final question and probably the one that you're most excited for because I think I'm going to title the video with this question and the question is please explain how to grow your glutes 
Okay, so this is another question that I get asked a lot on Instagram. First of all, ideally you'll be in a calorie surplus. So a calorie surplus is where you are eating more than you are burning out. So let's say your maintenance calories are 2,000, just throwing that out there, random random figure. Um, Ideally, you will be eating 2,500, around 2,500 to grow your glutes. Now, obviously, just eating extra calories is not going to magically make your bum grow. (laughs) So what you need to be doing next is using resistance training, progressively overloading. So what we want to do is be training your glutes two to three times a week. Obviously, make sure you're getting rest optimal rest in between each beauty workout um and progressively increasing so that might be increasing the weight trying to lift heavy um and for the first four weeks you might be training them twice a week and then in weeks five to eight you might change that workout routine to three times a week training your glutes three times a week but you need to be progressively overloading. You might be um, in the gym looking for which, which, you might be thinking, what exercises do I actually need to do? I've seen people do squats, but what other exercises? Um, Hip thrusts are a really good one because it hits all three glute muscles. The glutes are split up into three different glute muscles. The gluteus maximus, which is the big juicy bit, the gluteus minimus and the gluteus medius and there are different exercises that target all three there are some some that um target uh the top the side a good one for the side are the abductor machines um or you can do things like the cable machines using the cable machines and getting a little ankle strap you can do a lot of cable workouts which are great for the side booty and finally make sure you are getting enough protein this is really really important whatever way you even if you don't like tracking your macros make sure you're tracking how many grams of protein that you are consuming try and aim for between 1.2 grams of protein and 1.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. But you just need to make sure you're really focusing on lifting heavy and being consistent. And it is a slow process, it takes a while, but if you're consistent and you keep at it, you will see progress. I'm sorry if I didn't answer any of your questions that you've sent in but if you do have some more questions for next week's podcast I will leave a little Instagram story over on my Instagram my handle is at Imogen Rose IG and I'm going to finish off this podcast with another inspirational quote and I've just done a little Google and I really really like this one and I think it's quite relevant to today's podcast too so this is the this is the quote Don't be upset by the results you didn't get with the work you didn't do. 
I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I hope you have a great productive Monday. Happy Monday everyone and I will see you in my next podcast or over on my social media. Okay, I love you. Bye. <laughs>